Hey, it's your boy MC One Love, and this is where happiness is love. The place where we talk about everything worldly and it happening in a loving way. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy MC One Love, and right now you're into the podcast of where happiness is love. And today we're going to talk about leadership. The reason why we're going to talk about leadership because I have 19 years experience in management. A lot of people don't know this. I actually started off being a supervisor at a very tender young age of 19. If you can believe that or not. Actually, I was a lead. I started off as a lead. And then when I turned 21, I became a supervisor um, over at Pace Bus Company. But I've been in um, management, I guess you could say management, since 1993, because I was a lead back down at the hospital where I first started my job, my very first job. So when I go over to Pace, I go to Pace and I become the supervisor of the inventory control. Um, basically, I was over myself and two other people um, inside of the warehouse because of it. I mean, in inventory, we house bus parts and everything like that so when the mechanics would come in and they would come in and have to do their like oil changes and stuff like that they would have to come to basically my office my little warehouse uh, it was like the little old rally you want to call it and and pick up supplies and with them picking up supplies made sure that they were getting the stuff that they needed um for every oil change or mileage change or whatever the case may be and uh that was fun i actually enjoyed that job it was it was um it was an eye-opener for me my first shot as far as being a supervisor and and being over over people you know did i get the respect right off the bat no i didn't because i was only nine i was only 20 you know 21 so the people that i was that i was over they well, they they've been there longer than I have, and felt as though they should have gotten the job. So it was it was a learning experience to say the most. You know, they would do things to me that was um, kind of uncalled for, kind of try to make me fail. You know, and but I, I was like, I, I the only person that's going to make me fail is myself. I would not let, allow them to bring me down like that. And I think that with that happening and with that being like that for myself and me being so determined to show them that I can be a great leader for them that is why I'm in the position that I am in now um, it was a tough task it probably did we probably didn't see eye to eye until like the first six months they would call in on me um, not really train me on things of what to, how to do things or bring up the you know, they would disconnect my computer so therefore my computer wouldn't run or whatever the case may be. It was it was definitely hard. Um, but I made way. I made way. And it wasn't until I actually sat and talked to um, both the, the employees and say, look, you know what? We, we, we can play this game all day long. You're not stopping me. I'm going to succeed. But let me help me understand this. What was it? Why is it that you all are doing me like this? I didn't choose me, you know. I was chosen by someone else to come in and do a job. And you have to turn around and look at yourself to figure out why is it that you didn't receive the job that I now have? You know, it wasn't until I gave them that understanding and broke it down to them like that that they were able to 
stop the shenanigans, basically. You know, you know, and it was it was tough. The next six months and everything like that, we got a little bit better. We got closer and everything like that. Um, and I just I just started from there. So what happened was um, I found out the person that was there was leaving um, that, that hired me and she was leaving. She went on to bigger and better things. So I was like, well, you know what? I found out about a company named Ally Tube and Conduit. I went in. I took a test um, for supervision. You know, she was like, well, it was for shipping and receiving. It was like, well, what, what, I mean, what's your experience? I had been in the inventory at the hospital, knew shipping and receiving, because I had to go through all this stuff. I used to have to load trucks, unload trucks, I mean, stuff like that, you know, with the bus parts. So, it, needless to say, I got the position. So, when I got that position, I was actually hired, and I had 35 people working under me. Uh, it was cool. Very cool. Um, best job I ever had. I was there for 11 years. I, 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 I got to adapt and be diverse because I had some of everyone working for me. Blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians. You know what I mean? It was an eye-opener and very good for myself. These people would run through a brick wall for myself because of the way I treated them and how I showed them that I am just like you. You know, I used to come to work with slacks, button downs, shoes, always been a good dresser and everything like that. And guess what? I had a pair of gym shoes inside of my office. I put my, well, we had to wear steel toes. I'm sorry. So I put on, put on steel toes, but I had my extra clothes with me inside the car. I go out to my car, change my clothes up. Let's get to it. You know, hey, we need, I would put the dunnage on the trucks for them because they had the low pipe. Put the dunnage on the truck, even jump on the truck and even load up trucks and everything like that. So especially during month in, month in was always crazy because we would always average anywhere from, with just two doors, anywhere from 20 to 35 trucks a day. So now I here I am. I'm over 35 people. We got to get these doors loaded. Um, I have to do all the paperwork. I got to print out the paperwork. I got to close out the dog on day. I enjoyed that job. It, it was the best job that I ever had. Moved from there, ended up getting laid off. You know what I'm saying? And I, I knew that I was a great leader because when we they were talking about doing layoffs, my boss had to bring all of us into the office and was like, look, I'm not letting anyone go. I'm keeping everyone. No one's going. So there was a... A actual another signing bonus. So if you if you turned in a sign and she said that hey you know what I'll I'll go ahead and leave, you know what I'm saying voluntarily um, resignation. They will give you another. I think it was another five grand. So my boss was like I'm not signing any paperwork. All right, cool, whatever, boss. Come to find out, he ended up having to let me go because I was the lowest man on the totem pole, uh, but one of the best supervisors. When your boss had to bring you into an office. He sits you down and he's like, look, I'm sorry, man, that I got to do this. And he cries because he has to lay you off. Then you know that you're a damn good leader. I can't, I had no problems. No, no problem at all. He had a little, he had a little man, the little man syndrome and everything like that, but I stood up to him. I wasn't going. And I think that's why he respected me so much because every, he would just walk over other people, but he couldn't walk over me because I knew my job. That's one thing as a leader, you have to know your job because how is it that you can help anybody else do what they need to do? You know, when you're talking about being a leader, you 
also have to know your people. It's not that you get to know their business and like that, but you have to know what, what makes them tick. What's going on with their lives? What's what's personal? You know what I'm saying? I had an open door policy. I had no problem with anyone coming to talk to me at all. You got something going on with you? Okay, let's talk about it. Let's get this on out the way so that we can get back to work. But I'm here for you. If you want to come back and talk to me later, I'm here for you. You have to show people that you are there for them. They are not a number. They are not a dollar sign. They are people. They are people that are there to make a living. So therefore, they can take care of their families. No different than you are. That's what makes a great leader. Being able to delegate, direct, and put people in in the right place to get the job done so therefore everyone can go home and that customer gets what they need. That's what makes a great leader. Now I have another position. I love the place. It's a little bit further than I than I've had than I have actually have to go, but I love it. Anytime people that work for you tell you that you're the best boss ever. Or other people want to leave a different shift because they like the way that you talk to people, to your people. I see third shift sticking around hanging over just to see what's going on with our day shift, guys. Just so that for because we're very informative. You have to let the people know what's going on. There are no secrets with me. I tell everybody what's up, what's what. You know what I mean? In regards to what's happening with the business, uh, how we're floating, how we're doing, the goods and the bads. Very direct, very upfront, very stern, but also friendly. What's going on? Speaking to them, shake their hands, my elbows now, whatever the case may be. People want to be treated with respect. And until you are able to get people to run through a brick wall, for you and with you, then you're not a good leader.